Hey everyone, welcome to the I Heart Podcast. My name is Jonathan North, and welcome back to the Disney Movie Marathon. Today's episode is the follow-up to our Dumbo podcast, and this time we are covering the 2019 live-action remake of Dumbo. This week, my friend Rachel Wagner is joining me, or rather, all the way back in May, Rachel joined me. Not too long after I'd had a chance to actually watch the remake in the theater, so that tells you how long ago we recorded this. These two Dumbo episodes were originally planned to be released in June, but my life has been really busy this summer, not to mention I ended up recording a ton of episodes in June, so the Dumbo episodes just kept getting pushed back. So anyway, Rachel is joining me for this episode. Sarah does not watch very many new movies. I'm not even sure if she's been to the theater in the last 10 years. And of course, there's the fact that she wasn't even that big of a fan of the original, so she really didn't feel like making a concerted effort to get out to see the remake before we recorded a podcast. However, Rachel Wagner ended up being one of the only people I know to actually see the film and really enjoy it, so I thought she'd be the perfect guest for this episode. So without further ado, let's get on with this episode of the Disney Movie Marathon on the iHeart Podcast. So I guess to start with, why don't you give me your overall feeling about the Disney remakes in general? Okay. Well, I haven't been a big fan of the Disney remakes. I'm not somebody who's like necessarily against remakes my biggest problem with the disney remakes has been the way they have marketed them more than the movies themselves per se uh having to hear the actors the directors sort of put down the original films in order to sort of elevate their version has been very frustrating for me and especially as a disney blogger i you know an animation blogger uh, that's been tough to stomach and it was particularly bad with Beauty and the Beast, which is a very special movie to me. And that was very hard to deal with the constant quoting of how they were modernizing it and, and improving it. it that made me crazy. Uh, but as far as the movies themselves, I think most of them have been very bland and very just not interesting to me at all. Uh, making frustrating choices that haven't, done anything to interest me or engage me uh, the ones that i have enjoyed are the ones that i felt like made better choices uh as far as just being interesting and not not just uh re redoing the original but then making choices that were they felt like they were trying to they were supposedly trying to improve something by making more frustrating choices than maybe the mistakes of the original. I don't know. But yeah, I haven't been a big fan of them and especially the marketing of them. I did like Peach Dragon. I think that's the one that got it right. Probably mm -hmm. partly because the original isn't very great. And so they could just kind of do their own thing and it, it had a ton of heart and it was really beautifully made. And I think it was by far the best. Uh, and then I also like Cinderella. I think it did its own thing quite a bit. And there's so many different versions of Cinderella that I think this is just a different version, not necessarily a remake. I think the same thing with Jungle Book. It's kind of just its own adaptation more than it is a remake. Mm -hmm. In fact, the elements of Jungle Book that were a remake weren't very effective to me as far as this adding, wedging in these two songs. I didn't think it really worked. And, I don't know, some of the choices I didn't love, but I did like 
other choices they made I thought were pretty good. So those are the ones that I, I found tolerable. The rest can be very frustrating for me, especially, like I said, the marketing. Yeah, I, I have similar feelings. I think I'm probably a little more lenient than you, but I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Especially with Beauty Weeks, because it's just like every day I got asked, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So with all of those feelings about the remakes in general, how do you think Dumbo held up, keeping all that in mind? Um, well, it's a little bit hard for me because I my life experience was is just it was one of those moments where I, it was just the movie that I needed to see that day versus was it really a great movie? I don't know. It's a little hard for me to separate the two. Uh, and, and our life experiences are part of our reaction to movies. So maybe it's not right to separate it. I don't know. But I had just been going through this, this super bad trolling experience with a review that I'd done. And I'd gotten uh, several death threats. Uh, I'd had to call police. It was just a mess. And so for me, going to see Dumbo on that day uh, that I saw it was very like comforting and sweet. And uh, I don't know, it was just kind of the movie that I needed to see at that moment. But uh, I, I think it's a mixed bag of a movie. Uh, as far as it being an accurate remake, I think it is a very loose, um, which is fine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have used a little bit more from the, from the original movie. Like I would have liked if they found some way to involve Timothy Q mouse a little bit more. I, I mean, I don't know how you do it, but I don't know. I love that character, mm-hmm. uh, but I liked, I thought they nailed baby mine. I thought that was great. And that's one of the most iconic sequences. They could have used the music, I think, more from the original. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I I still haven't figured out exactly how I feel about this movie because I think I went in with far too high of expectations. Oh, really? Like, I'm, I'm one of those very rare people who actually liked Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, and I was uh-huh. doing something similar to that, and this was not it. Oh yeah, I didn't like. I haven't liked a Tim Burton live action movie in a long time, so my expectations were also very, very low. I I do think this is one of his better movies in the last decade, personally. Hmm. Well, I liked things about the movie in theory, Uh but a lot of it didn't really hold up for me. I I felt like none of the characters were really that memorable. They were all just kind of there doing things. I don't know. What did you think about I mean, the characters? I felt that for most of these remakes. <laughs> they've watered down the characters to be just so bland and so mm. not interesting to me at all. I It felt like they were giving them backstories without actually giving them backstories, if that makes any sense. Yeah. They were telling you yeah. things about their backstories, but like, they didn't make you feel anything about those backstories. Yeah. I mean, my biggest pluses from the movie is I thought that Dumbo was so cute. And I mm-hmm. thought that uh, I, I felt relatively attached to him. And I thought that the, that had a, you know, a nice heart to the film. 
the downsides to me was that I didn't really like Colin Farrell as that role. Mm -hmm. I just felt like his accent kind of went in and out and it just didn't, I didn't love him. And I, I felt like they should have gotten somebody, an amputee actor because I, I, I didn't mm. think the special effects were that great on his arm. And I think uh, it would have made it more, I don't know, more interesting to me. And there's no reason to get Colin Farrell. It's not like he's a box office draw. So why not mm. give the opportunity to a, an actor, a real amputee actor? Like that would be cool. But there weren't any scenes where he was like before, like when he had, yeah. That's, yeah. So it was, yeah. it was really no reason to cast somebody who had two arms and then green screen one out. Yep. That's a good point. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but by the end, like when, you know, they're, that the, they're, you know, able to set Dumbo free and, and his mom, get him back as his mom. I thought I was, I was like, Oh, this is, you know, I felt good. And, but I, but yeah, I, I also just thought that whole, I did think the end, the very ending with that whole, like, we're doing a circus with no animals thing was so grown with these scenes. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I don't know. I, it was fine. It was, like I said, I was just in the right mood for it when I saw it. Um, but I thought it was overall pleasant, pleasant little movie, but I didn't, you know, like not like my favorite movie. <laughs> One of the, weird or interesting things about it was that they kind of like played out the whole story of Dumbo and then it seemed like they were making a sequel within the main movie by having a completely different story for the second half. What yeah. what did you think about that? Yeah, I mean I agree. It definitely kind of what were they thinking and it and this it is kind of weird to have Disney this huge huge conglomerate that just bought Fox and and then you have them telling a story about a a huge evil circus company that buys the small circus company. (laughs) I mean, it's, it is, it's a little too meta for my, uh, so did you, did you think of that while you were watching? Cause I didn't even think about that till I got home and started reading the reviews. I was like, Oh wait, that's kind of true. Yeah. (laughs) No, I definitely, I thought of it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I particularly when uh, the critic William Bibiani is one of my f- favorites. Uh, he had a whole thread about it that was, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. <laughs> so I have to give him most of the credit. But, but yeah, I don't know. It was a weird choice. I didn't think that Michael Keaton was great in the role. I'm glad that someone agrees with me. Like everybody keeps talking about that. He was one of the best parts. And I'm like, what? I didn't think no. he was great at all. No, I, I and the, the people are going to hate me, but I think he's a little overrated as an actor. I love him in uh, spotlight and, you know, some roles he's very good in some roles, but I don't know, man, he's a lot of clinkers too. A lot of really bad movies. I thought he was really hammy in this. And yeah, he definitely cool. was right for the role yeah it's just odd but like but i don't know i at least i didn't feel like it was boring and for me most of the recent tim burton movies of the last 10 years have been so dull like i think this is a million times better than miss peregrine's home for boredom is what i call it (laughs) that movie was 
awful. It just, it was just exposition after exposition after exposition. And there was almost nothing that was magical or mystical or interesting or I, man, that movie, I hated it. And uh, this to me was way better. I can see that. I felt like, I didn't feel like it was not, not boring, but I was comparing it to the Nutcracker and the Four Realms, and compared to that, this was a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah. I was so bored in Nutcracker. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, at least this has a plot. That movie didn't even have a plot. Yeah. There was literally no plot. It was just like, oh, we're going to go explore. What? (laughs) And then we're going to watch a ballet for a little while, and then we're going to explore some more. It was That was terrible. Yeah, there's... I've, I feel like I've exhausted all of my words on that movie between <laughs> talking about it with Saul and then I talked about it again with Katie for the Fantasia podcast. That we it's like the other day someone was saying that they, that, that do you think that, that Dr. Strange is uh, better than Suicide Squad? And I'm like, yeah, Dr. Strange is better than Suicide Squad. It actually has a story. <laughs> It's not it's not someone sitting in a in a restaurant with a binder for twenty minutes. Like what <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. I I think Dumbo has its flaws. It's not perfect, but I thought it had a nice heart. It tried to do something different unlike some of the others. And it was cute. I thought Dumbo was cute. I liked it. I think I gave it a six out of ten or seven. So it wasn't like a huge endorsement. But I, think I gave it two and a half on letterboxd which is like five out of ten i think yeah so it was it was very much a mixed bag for me there was there were so many things that i felt like they could have been done better but at the same time it kept me interested till the end but i felt like i was critiquing it in my head the whole time which is not really what i want to be doing when i'm watching a movie like one of my biggest problems was the thing with the key the girl had the key around her neck and then it was supposed to be it was from her mother and then in the end she tells dumbo he doesn't need the feather but just like she doesn't need the key and she like throws the key into the fire i was like the key was a keepsake from her mother who died (laughs) it's (laughs) not the same thing that's a good point (laughs) that really bothered me (laughs) yeah that's fair. That was probably, even though it's a, it's really a minor thing in the overall plot, that's probably the thing that bothered me the most in the whole movie. It's just, I don't know. I felt, there was a lot of things about the way the girl was written that just didn't feel real. She didn't feel like a real character to me. Also, I, I this is just a nitpick, but but I didn't really understand why why they casted her because she looks so different than the other boy and so different than Colin Farrell in the pictures of the mother. Like, I mean, I think the little girls is, I think African-American in descent. I like, she's very fair skinned African-American, but she looked totally different. Like it was the weirdest casting to me. Like what? Well, yeah, I guess, who, did it ever show the mother? I don't even remember if it showed. Yeah, they had like pictures that they showed. Hmm. she just didn't look at all like this girl i mean i think they might have been black and white i can't remember but anyway i was just like this is really weird casting (laughs) 
to me. But she wasn't great. The kids weren't that great. I didn't think they were awful. I've seen worse, but they weren't the best. I feel like I I feel like it was more the fault of the writing than the actors. Just the writing uh, felt off. Yeah, the I did really like that a whole uh, I forget what they called it the scary animal park part. Nightmare Island. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like I thought that had a pretty cool there, aesthetic. Yeah, there were a lot of great scary. set pieces. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And and when they're able to trick everybody and she gets freed, Dumbo gets freed. That was that was a pretty good moment. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting the elephants to all end up back in India. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I thought the whole we're doing a circus with no animals was really stupid but that if they just ended it being free from the park i think that was a good moment yeah the the whole thing at the end was just odd because like today we understand that circuses are kind of horrible to animals especially elephants but back then they wouldn't have cared and they 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 didn't care because Dempo was abused and like all the elephants were abused at the beginning. And then all of a sudden at the end, they all love the elephants and they want the best for them, even though they were treating them like garbage at the beginning. I mean, I actually think that that's a little more complicated than that. I think that if you look into ringing brothers and, and uh, some of the, the circus, they actually really loved and cherished their, their elephants and, uh, and, you know, they have them on a sanctuary now, but they, they were, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, but whatever, if they wanted to separate themselves from the animal rights activists or whatever, from complaining about it, uh, I, they should have just ended with them being free. <laughs> like you don't need mm-hmm. yes. to have the tag uh, with them starting an animalist circus. That was just dumb. Especially because the circus was not animal free. There was still horses. Like, why do horses have to be? No, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> they set all the other ones free, but they kept the horses. Yeah. It was an odd mixed message. It would be the worst circus ever. I'd be so. <laughs> circus. Like, it would be better if they just did like a Cirque du Soleil kind of a thing or whatever, yeah. and we're just kind of acrobats and, and not have any, not, not have faux animals. That's ridiculous. Mm hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Unless you're the Lion King on Broadway. No, no, that's the only way you can get away with faux animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I was, like I said, I was just in the right mood to watch it. Mm-hmm. I, need, I needed something kind of comforting and sweet. And I think it was comforting and sweet. I think it had, uh, yeah, I felt good at the end with the with the victory over the bad guys, and I thought they did Baby Mine really well, and I thought that it looked nice, and I thought Dumbo was so cute, and uh, so even though I had my issues with it, I overall enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but it was really a mixed bag for me. I feel like I I probably wouldn't mind watching it again, but. At the same time, I would probably just be critiquing it the whole time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. How I mean, to... I would definitely be critiquing it more than <laughs> I was. Uh, oh, yeah, that's probably uh, true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I have – where would it rank for you as far as the, the – what's your favorite of all the remakes? Probably Pete's Dragon. 
it's done so well that's by far the best yeah i agree yeah it the yeah my definite my ranking is uh peach dragon and then uh cinderella and then jungle book i think those are the three best in my opinion jungle book's probably my second yeah and then i like i said i really liked alice in wonderland i know i'm very much in the minority but i just really liked the aesthetic and that won me over oh okay fair enough but yeah dumbo is probably mid to low range for me it was, yeah i probably put dumbo at number four for me okay. and then i guess christopher robin even though i didn't really like it and i wasn't even thinking about christopher robin <laughs> then christopher no i mean and i'd have yeah i'd have dumbo number four and then christopher robin and then I guess Beauty and the Beast, and then Maleficent, and I can't remember what else. What other? Oh, and then then I'd have Alice in Wonderland, and then Maleficent. Okay, I haven't really thought about how I would rank them. They're all most of them are all similar rankings. Like I feel like there would be a lot of ties in my list. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I cannot believe they spent $170 million. Like, that's no. insane to me. When I heard that, I just thought, what is going on? Like, that's ridiculous. This really should have been one like Pete's Dragon where they put a, a really small budget and then made it the best they could do with the small budget. Yeah. I think that they yeah. would have, I think it would have been a better film if they. Oh, agreed. No doubt. And I mean, you certainly didn't need the the fancy cast that they had. You could have cut it way down mm-hmm. as far as budget, and you didn't need most of the most of the world building and stuff was just not necessary and not. I mean, that's it's just crazy. One hundred seven million dollars for that movie is is absolutely insane. I don't know what Disney was thinking because there's no way that Dumbo has that big of a fan base to support. No. The, it was that's just nuts, and. I mean, you think that this new Godzilla movie—I think it's—it's it's, it's just uh, it's around two hundred million dollars, <laughs> and like it's a Godzilla. I mean, Godzilla's huge, you know, it's like a huge thing. Like, what? How could how could Dumbo be practically as much money? Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, that's so true. If if it were me in charge of it, I would have just made it for Disney Plus and made it a similar length to the original and just read yeah. the original maybe fleshed it out a little more i wouldn't have put i wouldn't have done the same cast i don't know that i would have even put the kids i would have i would have just kept the mouse <laughs> yeah i know i wish they could have kept yeah i, I mean it's grown worthy as it is to be like oh they just recopied the original and i kind of like the fact they did tried something different on this you have to execute that difference well then that's mm-hmm. what peach dragon did they executed it really well yeah but I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. I have very mixed feelings about it. But I kind of have to see it again because, like I said, when I saw it, I was just in a weird spot. So Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what you think about it when yeah. you rewatch it. I guess you had to take my review with a huge grain of salt on that one. <laughs> well, I feel like the the main reason I wanted you on here was because I felt like you would be a good pro to my con because I wasn't the great, I wasn't that hot on it. And mm. you liked it a lot more like you're one of the few people I knew that 
actually enjoyed it. And I know there was circumstances around it, why you enjoyed it more than other people, but I felt like if I wanted somebody to have anything positive about it, you would be the one to go to. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I did. I thought it was sweet. I thought it had a nice, nice message. I thought, like I said, they did baby mine so good. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked nice. I mean, Tim Burton has been on my bad side for so long. And overall, I just think this was a movie that had a little bit more heart and was just a little bit less frustrating to me than some of his other movies. And uh, I don't know. So overall, I did enjoy it. Good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it if I couldn't really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay, well, thanks for joining me for this. You want to let everybody know where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And you can find me at the Hallmarkies Podcast as well. Okay, well, we will talk to you again for another episode one of these days. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks again to Rachel for joining me on this episode. I'll be sure to have links to all of her stuff in the description. Coming up on the show, my friend Mark Brown will be joining me to talk about a movie that I think is really underrated, The Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. However, I think the next time, I may be trying something a bit different. Ever since I started this show, one of my goals has been to do occasional news episodes, just from time to time. And this past week was the D23 Expo, so I thought this would be the perfect time to kind of test the waters in the news field. So in the next episode, Katie Fabric and I are planning to break down all the biggest Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars news that was revealed this past weekend. So make sure to come back for that next time on the iHeart Podcast.